I was not expecting to talk about Need for Speed today, but I suppose we can go with it, really, can't we? Why? No, because I was expecting to talk about it tomorrow, but then I was like, oh, we'll do the podcast today. And I was like, yeah, well, like, I, I know enough because I've been playing Hot Pursuit for the last two weeks, so I have an idea of it at least. Uh, oh, good. I haven't finished it. I don't think you can finish Hot Pursuit. Um, well, I, I think you can. If you get to max, if you get to max wanted level, yeah. But like, there's no way I'm going to be able to get to that in two weeks unless I'm like, like the, grinding it out. The menu says like you've done 12 please missions out of 63 or whatever. So if you do all 63... Yeah, I see. I like it more as a. It's how I would describe how I like the Falconeer. It's like um, like it's a game I go to like just to relax and like chill out for a bit. Um, so like I'll usually just, I'll usually just stick it on when I get home and I don't want to do anything else. Like as I've been alternating between it and Hellblade. Um, right. We can talk about Hellblade more next week and the problem I've been having with that game. It's nothing like gameplay wise. It's just um, do you know? I presume I told you to play it with headphones at Hellblade, didn't I? I haven't I haven't touched it yet. Okay, I, I won't I won't tell you anything yet. We'll we'll leave it till next week and I'll tell you what my, my like really weird like specific problem with it was. Um it's not a bad problem. It, it it's just it's just kind of funny uh, in hindsight. Um okay. but yeah, no, like I was alternating between that and Hellblade and it was um Hellblade was let me think, what was it? What was it about it? Yeah, no, Hellblade was, like, the game I go to if I was, like, looking for this compelling narrative that I was going to commit to for, like, a couple of hours. But, like, I'd just stick on, like, Need for Speed if I was, like, if a video was, like, um, uploading or something and I wanted something to play in, like, quick, like, 10-minute sprint or whatever. Um. So, yeah, I alternated between those. Um. But, yeah. Um. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Unofficial Game Pass podcast. Uh, I am back again this week after my short-term holiday, um, and judging by what I've heard of the podcast episode so far, I have yet to find my own name defamed in the previous episode while I was gone. Um, so I'm surprised you didn't throw a dig in there, Connor, or have I just not gotten to it yet? Um, I think I was pretty kind to you, to be honest. Because hmm. I said, yeah, like, see, I'm, I'm, I'm not like you. I'm not. I, I, bloody slander when i wasn't there it was <laughs> it's just like ripped five, into five minutes into like the halo 3 episode i was like arguably better guests and then connor had you had recorded the psychonauts episode before that episode went up so you didn't know what was going on so that's why you were so like nice and cheerful in that episode <laughs> and then i just remember receiving a barrage of messages like after the video uploaded how much am i going to be offended by this episode <laughs> yeah i mean uh, i'm i'm expecting like going in you know lots of hype about the the halo infinite e3 uh <laughs> bit of bit of reviewing halo 3 and then it's just all halo ce complaints it's just like no one can find the escape pod <laughs> on mission one everyone needs a map after the first two missions it's like <laughs> it's a classic <laughs> oh that was good though i i enjoyed that that was a funny um that was a really funny episode um yeah but besides that though yeah no i was surprised i didn't get like a dig in there being like i i'm surprised you didn't say at the beginning i'm joined with two better people than odrin here chris and tom um because that would have been that would have been brilliant but obviously you're the bigger man than i <laughs> uh bigger sense of honor <laughs> i i think that the narrative of bullying the english uh co-host is better than the mm. the narrative of the english co-host bullying the irish one so uh yeah no i get a mob uh, after you on twitter if you start <laughs> <laughs> i'll take the hit 
Um, but yeah, um, I suppose yeah. This week we're talking about Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, um, which is a are we? yeah. Oh, we are. I'm surprising because every 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 week uh, I always forget what we're talking about, and then either we talk about it for like five minutes and then talk about something completely different, or we just don't talk about it at all. So I I actually yeah. I'm looking forward to talk about Hot Pursuit because I actually want to talk a lot about it. Granted, there's not like it's not like the other games that we've talked about where there's like these huge story implications or stuff we want to talk about like it's literally just a driving game um but it has a good little i suppose a niche in that genre uh like the cops and robbers element you don't get that in too many games uh, maybe i don't play enough driving games i think this was like one of the first games that properly did it well um because I'm, I'm talking about the one that released oh it must have been back in like 2012 2013 maybe because it's been remastered since, and that's the one we played, which is, which came out last year. I remember getting it last year, and it was only twenty euro on the store. And I said I got that with Crisis when they both remastered them, um, and I'm happy to see it's on Game Pass. But it's leaving Game Pass soon as well. It's leaving in August. Um, was uh, well, Hot Pursuit? Yeah. It only just came. I know that's what I. That's why I'm so surprised about. Because I remember, um, I checked on Game Pass Counter. Shout out to them, by the way, um, and. I remember just seeing like um, Hot Pursuit is leaving on like the 19th of August. Let me just double check when it's leaving. Is it? But isn't it an EA game? Um, It is an EA game, yeah. So wouldn't it? So it'd still be an ultimate with EA Play, right? I don't think so. I think it's leaving <clears throat> EA. Oh, well, that's. Yeah, that's a good question, actually. I don't know. Because I'd, under, I'd understand if they removed it from normal Game Pass to make people pay for the ultimate. I'd understand that. Hmm. That's a good question. I'll have to look that up after because uh, I won't find an answer now. But I remember just seeing it's leaving Game Pass. I, I just, in my head, I just assumed that if it's leaving Game Pass, it's also leaving EA Play because I also saw they were removing like UFC 1 and 2 and I was like, first of all, I don't know anyone who plays that. But then secondly, I was like, why are they getting rid of that? That's really random to just get rid of those two games. Like, what are they expecting an upkeep in the market that they'll be able to buy them? I think that just from hearing this, I don't know. I, I would guess that EA would be forcing people into Ultimate for mm. EA Play. Yeah, that's probably the case. It's um so now I'm and now I'm left wondering, is Game Pass like do they have the Ultimate is just EA Play and Game Pass and then EA Play titles can sometimes go onto Game Pass as well? Yeah, like because the first Mass Effect is on Game Pass, mm. but all three of them are with Ultimate. But I don't because you have EA yeah, but Play. I don't I don't know if um was Mass Effect One was that an EA title? It yes. was, wasn't it? Yeah, no, they do own yes. the rights to it anyways because they definitely wouldn't be in the legendary edition otherwise. Yeah, no, that's a weird one. Anyways, um, I'm glad to know it, it most likely won't be leaving Ultimate then because I feel like it's a it'd be really weird to have a game on Game Pass for just two months, not even, and then just like take it off. Um, yeah i mean what's what sort of game would that have to be i think it would have to be a a, a very exceptional kind of uh high tier sony title or something where it's, it's only coming to game pass for two weeks i can't see like something <laughs> like a hot pursuit remaster valuing itself so much that it's yeah. uh leaving after so little because i don't i don't i don't know if i remember i think red dead 2 is back on game pass isn't it is it it may be but it was on game pass for a while um, I know and because I, I played the beginning and I was bored out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh god, that's a controversial opinion. I absolutely love to. Um, oh really? Yeah. Because <laughs> I loved the first one, and then I played the second one. And I was like, oh god, they're trying to be artsy, and it's like a film. 
and I'm so bored. Let me just get to the open world stuff. And I played it until you get to the open world. I ran around, I shot a few people and went, actually, not as fun as what I found the first one. And I deleted it. Mm. Yeah, I think I, I quite liked the cinematic style of it all. I kind of felt like I was walking around like a Clint Eastwood movie half the time, which was kind of cool. Um, I did. Think- I, I will. I will say the disclaimer that like I don't usually play games where you have to put many hours in before you start getting a, a reward. And for anyone oh, yeah. who will call me out on the Yakuza stuff, <laughs> I enjoy the minute to minute Yakuza. Like, I'm not waiting for something. So. Yeah, I, I'm I'm generally the same. I don't know. Red Dead Two kind of hit me different though. I think maybe those games are very much like you have to really not just be into the story, but into the setting. Um, like. Stuff I know people hate Valhalla, but I kind of really like Assassin's Creed Valhalla because it has like the element of like, like Nordic Vikings, uh, and they go to Ireland and part of it, and it's like, yeah, well, this is like me as a history student would want to like this. Granted, a lot of it is really historically inaccurate, but I love doing it anyways. Like, not every day you get to go and burn Kells to the ground. Um, that that's a really bad. Yeah, no, it, it's a joke, obviously. Um, but yeah, I feel no, my ancestors slightly yeah. offended. The, yeah I, I do you know about the book of kells surely no Damn. wait what um i can't believe that your ancestors and you don't even know about the book of kells the uh do you not how do you not know about the book of kells it's like one of the most famous books in like ireland and especially in irish like his historiography i want to say like mythology as well I've let you down. I've 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 let my literature degree when down. When you when you come to Dublin, you can go and see the Book of Kells. It's in Trinity College in Dublin now, so Okay. Uh, that's a big hot topic oh, you're, for you're people. Gonna have to, you're gonna have to take me and my girlfriend on a tour when we come over. Ah, of course. Third wheel, my perfect uh... Yeah, Odrin the third wheel <laughs> tour guide. Uh it saves you some money getting the get the other tours. Um and it'll be an experience <laughs> for me as well, because obviously living in Dublin, I don't go to half this stuff as well, so it's even better. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, sorry, we're getting off track here. But bef- but before we, go, we? <laughs> yeah, but before we go on track, like I was, I was thinking about this earlier. Like, it's so weird how like tied Ireland are to the Vikings, um, because it's like we have like a Viking museum, we have in Dublin, we have this like um tour bus slash boat. So like it'll it'll start off as a bus, but then it'll go into the water and it turns into a boat. Sounds like something out of James Bond, but like it, it's it's pretty much it's a car shaped as a boat uh, and it can just drive into the water and sail across um, and it's called the Viking Splash. Um, there's a load of like really random stuff to do with it. I mean, the, the Viking stuff is interesting. A lot of our Irish mythology comes from there and the same with the Celts and all that. So it makes sense. Sorry, need for speed. Um, <laughs> uh, let me think about it for a second. Um, I do want to talk about need for speed because um i have a lot of things that i really want to talk about with it uh, my first experience with the original game was on the playstation 3 my cousin had it Um, i think it was i don't know if you'll remember this but i think it was around the time um when do you remember when sony accounts got hacked on the playstation 3 um it was ages ago yeah and then they uh, as like a payback or whatever they gave uh people like games or whatever i think they gave them like little big planet uh, i think ratchet and clank was on it uh, and I think Need for Speed was one of them. Now, I can't remember if it was. Um, thinking about it now, it probably wasn't. And my cousin just had the game. Because it would be weird if they just had this random like EA title thrown in in the mix. But I played it on his console. And I remember loving it so much. Because I was never really a racing uh, fan uh, when I was younger. I was always kind of into like Halo and all this. 
but there was something about Need for Speed. It just like it really does. It, it's like it's a very accessible driving game. Like there's not too much to it. I still don't have drifting down to a perfection on that game, but I can kind of like sometimes you can perform the perfect drift and it'll be really satisfying. Um, and with Need with Hot Pursuit as well like the actual hot pursuit mode itself is so well done like it feels super satisfying and i think they've actually that game specifically we talk about i know you kind of brought it up on last week's episode with tom and chris about difficulty in games um like it really balances difficulty well like you don't feel like like if you lose a race it doesn't feel like it's your fault uh, sorry it doesn't feel like it's the game's fault like, in some cases, like, I think the time trials are the ones I have the most problem with because they feel like, oh, for God's sake, like, this happens. But for the most part, like, it never feels like something's too difficult to complete and it doesn't feel like it's too easy. Like, there's a good medium balance, I think, throughout, at least of what I've played of it. Because, as we mentioned beforehand, like, there's 20 wanted levels. I'm only on wanted level 6, I think, for both of them. Um, But I, I, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on that because I, I, I really like the the way in which they balance difficulty in it. Yeah. I mean, I, I need to preface this with, like, I do not usually play racing games, right? Um, I've tried various ones. Like, I think when, what was it, Dirt 5 came to Game Pass, I, like, I, I try all the racing games because they're very pretty, even Forza. I always try them, but I never really get into them because um, it's definitely the arcade ones I enjoy the most, like Burnout, always like loved the burnout demos mm. uh, back in the day that's why i jumped on burnout paradise remastered when it came to game pass and uh, need for speed i think ever since i first played need for speed most wanted and you could just be crashing into people jumping through uh you know they had like a donut shop and the you know the big donut uh guy holding the donut and you could drive through the donut and you could like crash into things and it would affect the environment and like all games like that Oh, there was even one that was like, um, it was like a a movie race game where you could activate explosions and things and it would um, disturb what was happening on the track. And I can't remember for the life of me what that was called, hmm. but that was really fun. So yeah, I, I really love these arcade games. So like the racing part, I'm not very interested in, but the crashing part is fantastic, right? Just love to crash into other people and like see them roll over. And I absolutely agree with you. Hot Pursuit is probably, I mean, there's so many games where um, you are being chased by the cops and you can bash into them. Um, I know that Hot Shot Racing, which was like a, an indie game that came to Game Pass that was like a an old, old school retro kind of arcade racer it had like a cops and robbers mode so i know that cops and robbers is quite like a a, a favorite amongst fans of these arcade racers but i feel like hot pursuit was the one where it finally like from the police's from the police perspective you had the helicopter you had the emp you had the, the spike strip and uh you had the roadblock as well and things like that where you could say roadblock ahead and then you could strategically uh you know, try and get your opponent to to crash and, and finally bust them. Um, it was so well done. And I had this on the original 360 and I loved it to pieces. I The same problems that it had then, the same problems that it has now, and I'll get onto those, but I absolutely agree with you. The difficulty 
is such that I went through, granted I'm not hugely far into the whole game, the whole game is quite massive, right? But I went through it and I wouldn't let myself go on to the next race if I hadn't got gold. Hmm. And I found it possible to get gold without getting too stressed. Uh, granted, the ones where it was like, you need to get to this place within this time, <laughs> I got a bit mad because like, obviously the track is designed to, you know, you got a, you got that time. They've said this track has that amount of time, but the traffic's random, right? So you, you could have one go where you're doing really good and then it just like five lorries in the lanes in front of you and it just screw you up. And it's just like, oh man. <laughs> but then again, it's it's more natural. So, you know, yeah, difficulty spot on. Um, I think the first thing I want to complain about. Already, oh God. <laughs> already. I have a few niggles with this game. Like, yeah. it's a great game, but there are things I would change about it. Um, Aldrin, you, you said you don't play many racing games, right? No. I played like Forza, and that's about it. Okay. When you go into Forza, say, uh, have you played Horizon 4? Yeah. Now, that's like an open world. You can like drive around and you find your next match by driving around and go, stopping at the area, right? Mm-hmm. Which is also how Burnout Paradise works. You stop at traffic lights. And... I think that there is probably a, like a genuine problem with racing games and that I don't think many know how to uh, make their UI or their their missions that presentable to the player because mm. like when I go on things like Breakfast and Dirt 5 and I look at all the different seasons you can play, all the different types of game modes you can play, as I'm totally confused. I don't know where to go. I think Force and Burnout are fine. I think if you drive to your next place and you stop, you know what you're doing. I think that's fine. But what Need for Speed Hot Pursuit does is it gives you a map and it has icons, either the police icon or the drag racer icon, and you go to them. And then under them are the different locations with the different types of mission. And that's not too bad when you start off with because there's not too many icons. But by the time you're like six missions in, you're looking at all these different icons and you've got to like kind of go to each one and say, if you're like me and, you know, I, I expect there's a lot of people like me out there who will only play the interceptor or the hot pursuit missions. Hmm. So the interceptor where you're one police car after one drag rate or one, uh, one, uh, guy who's breaking the speed limit or hot pursuit where you're one police car or a team of police cars knocking down a whole, squad of drag racers uh those are obviously the most fun i'm not really interested in the racing or the the time trials so i'm just going to do them and i have to go through each of the icons and look and see which one has an available one and and to me that you know that's a small thing but like i don't know in some ways i, I wish you'd just make me either force me to do the time trials or just put all the interceptor and hot pursuit missions in one menu for me so i can just jump straight into it yeah that's true uh i definitely found myself as well like edging towards just doing the hot pursuit stuff and all that near the end i have to say i didn't neglect races though because this is a little like nitpick i have with it and i can kind of see why they did it but um one of the big things that attracts me to need for speed is the music like i think it's just like it's perfect for the game it is 
Like it's very much a, like it's music of its time for sure. Like there's no other place like you'd go and see like two door cinema club like <laughs> in a game now. But when you go like it's very much my style of music for list for playing a driving game like that. Um, like I think all the songs fit for it. It reminds me very much of like if FIFA was a car racing game. Like that's the sort of music you're getting in it, um, which I'm perfectly fine with. Really? Um, are, are there are there popular songs in in um, Need for Speed? Oh yeah, for the time, yeah, one hundred percent. Songs like uh, See, I... like Thirty Seconds um, to Mars are like a huge band, and they well they were a huge band back then. Not sure if they still are now. Are, are, do those just play in the drag races? Yeah, that's the problem I was going to say because it's all like this real intense music during like the um, during like the chase scenes and I'm like, I just want to vibe out to this game. Like, why can't I do that in like the, the Hot Pursuit missions? It's like, I don't mind doing the races. I think the races are fine, but it, there'd, be, there'd be something so cool about listening to like really good like songs like as you're like just plowing into like <laughs> their cars or whatever. I don't know. It's just something that I'd enjoy. I, I kind of feel like that is something that I would have liked to have seen. Uh, even because I know they didn't make any changes to the game, but I don't think it would have been too big of a hassle to put the radio system into the sort of the interceptor and the hot pursuit missions. I think my my problem with the with the drag races is that you're not encouraged to damage the other cars. Mm. Like they don't. I don't think they have health bars, do they? You can. And, you can. You can take them out though. Right. I. See, I would just like, like, even if they just added the health bars, hmm. because I feel like it's just racing and I can't enjoy it. Whereas a burnout race, a burnout race, like when I was played Burnout Revenge, you were always encouraged to knock out the other cars and it was fun. You got like a whole boost bar for doing it. Um I just don't feel that reward for doing it in Need for Speed for some reason. In fairness, reason. you do you do get a full boost bar if you take out someone in a hot pursuit race. Yeah. Um. And I I I kind of I can see where they're coming from by not making the sort of com I say combat very loosely or the the combat elements of Need for Speed into like the racing or well obviously it can't be in the time trials but in like the races, I can kind of see that there may be since Need for Speed is kind of very much the the average racer games like sort of title specifically at the time when this game came out uh, i think forza kind of dominates that now but need for speed was there at the time i feel like they're definitely trying to cater to more audience than just the i want to go around and bash into cars like they want to have those people that are into racing and just want to do that as well um I'm, i haven't checked out the online elements of it in a while like the last time i played an online need for speed game was wet probably when this game initially came out um but the I'm not sure if they have separate options for just doing classic races on on hot pursuit. I imagine they do, um, and if that's the case, then they're definitely trying to either split an audience and get two audiences in on the one game, um, or I don't know. They just they just kind of want to give people that option, I suppose. See, I I can't remember because I can't remember the menu now. Um, but I did a I did one multiplayer match before we jumped on the call because I thought, oh crap, I haven't done the multiplayer. <laughs> I just did a quick match and it just puts you into hot pursuit game where four people are cops and four people are racers. Mm. And that's pretty much how I remember it back in the day. And yeah, it's a blast. Granted, I got disconnected just before I, I took the last <laughs> racer out. But that may be more my Wi-Fi than their service. No, yeah, no I'd say it's probably EA. Yeah. <laughs> the classics. Um, yeah, I, I... Yeah, no, as I was saying, like I think this game is just like 
it is really the perfect sort of, and I say this like really loosely, the perfect vibe game. Like it's a game I can stick on if I'm just like not really up to much. Like as you mentioned, like there's no like part bar maybe some of the time trials that you feel like you're doing that you get too stressed with. Um, Like for the most part, like if I crashed in a race, like there was some times where I got a bit annoyed and I was like, oh, I'm restarting this race. But for the most part, in like Hot Pursuit games, races and all that, I just went on with it like and it was fine. Um. I'll tell you what would make it less stressful. And I know this might be asking too much of the game. Uh, but the fact that I'm looking directly ahead of me at the road and I have to look down to the bottom left of the screen to look at the map and then back up to the road where I've just crashed into someone because I was looking at the map is not very helpful. Like if if I could rearrange the HUD in the menus, and I know that only a fraction of games let you ch change the HUD around, but say if I could put the mini map up where the rear, rear like the what's it called rear view mirror usually is hmm. in the HUD, and I could put the rear view mirror just down in the bottom left, because I I do not look behind me very often. Whereas I I do need to look at that map that that would help me a lot. Hmm. Is, um, is it not like is that not though some of the risk and reward of it though? Like you need to see if a turn's coming up, but you have to take your eyes off the road. Like quite similar to actual driving. We, yeah, but when you're driving like as fast as you are, because the time trials need you to drive that fast, it's just one more annoyance. I don't know. Hmm. It, it is that risk and reward thing. It's like it's meant to annoy you because it's meant to be challenging. But then you know, I would like <laughs> for right. Say not all players are as able as the top players. Hmm. You should. I don't know. We're, we're going to get into accessibility. Uh, and again, we're, we're judging, a, a, you know, what is it, 10-year-old game? Uh, I think when when we talk about the remaster, see, I, I put it on performance mode because I was like, I saw it and I went, okay, I did my frames. Um, so I put it on performance mode. I Yeah, um, I feel like that performance mode though, like because I played it on the best graphical settings. I didn't notice like any major dip in frames at all. Like, like actually, I didn't notice any frames full stop drop. I feel like the performance mode is for the, the the one consoles, more so than it is for the Series X and S. Uh, maybe. See, I I'm really funny. Uh, because I can't I can't handle any sort of dip at all. And as soon as I booted it up, booted it up, I did notice it was a little bit, little bit off. Hmm. Maybe maybe it was just me. Maybe I'm just like a freak about it. I'm just like, must have all my frames. Uh, but I, I put it on performance mode. I put motion blur off. And that's just who I am. I do that like on oh, every yeah, no, game motion now. Motion blur is a must go. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> talking about um, oh. the accessibility aspect of it. No, the the remaster, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, this looks pretty much how I remember it. I don't know what the remaster is. I mean, most of the remasters I imagine nowadays are just you slap the remastered logo on it and you can just get all the achievements you got 10 years ago again <laughs> uh, and get more gamer score. I, th I think uh, the, the real gamer score guys are going to be really happy with, with all these games coming out. Um, is it not though? Do you think it's um, maybe it's nostalgia in a sense that makes you think it looks the same? Because I oh, haven't I'm looked sure at the I I'm tempted to actually go and look at the original now and see what it looks like. Um, actually, hold on, I get a video up while you while you talk. Yeah, punch. because like when when I play Halo C or Halo Two and I put them on original graphics, it's like ah, oh, this doesn't look this old in my head. Um, you know, it always looks the you know the best 
version of of what you felt at the time. Uh, so yeah, I think it's always going to be a little bit marred by by looking back. But I I would seriously doubt if there was that much graphical change between the two. I think what what it might be able to do is like maybe there's more cars on the road, maybe there's more particles. But for the most part, I just I do not notice a difference between original Hot Pursuit and this. I'm taking a look now. There's a video of like the direct comparisons of them. Um, they seem actually. In fairness, you're kind of right. They don't look that different. Um, there you can very much notice the pixels in the 2010 version. That's what I'll say. Okay. But like, on this you can like it looks a lot better. Yeah. Well, obviously it's got to be better from a performance point of view because of the consoles, yeah. you know. And even if they up the graphics a little bit, I mean games. At a certain point, games looked pretty good, and uh, you know there's only so much you can do with them. If you if you up the performance and re-release them to a to a new audience, I mean, you can't ask much more of developers, really. Yeah. So if it's easy to do, just do it. Um, you know, get it on Game Pass. It's not not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um. There are other things. What was I going to say? Nifty Connor Smith over here. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> can't do anything perfect. The game came out in 2010, Connor. <laughs> Let's see. I've moaned about the mini map. I've moaned about the menu. I would um... say the, the the frame boost is quite nice, though. Like especially with a driving game where that that actually matters. I feel like quite heavily because you're going so fast. Yeah, but can you imagine them boosting Dark Souls? I mean, that just makes it harder, doesn't it? I mean, the the boss is coming at you in fewer frames. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's not that it comes at you in fewer frames. It's that you see more of it coming at you. It still comes at you I, at the same speed. It's just the mm. fact that you see it a lot better. It's like instead of like his leg like janking like five feet forward, it actually goes like at the same space, but you actually see that all the jank in between. See, I, I always I think I was always told that if you played something like Dark Souls with higher frames per second the enemies would move faster. <laughs> I just love the idea that like extra frames like just is the equivalent of you pressing the fast forward button. <laughs> like the um <laughs> well like the the Halo Reach elites like if you get up close like that that their melee attack doesn't even happen in like a frame it's just like dead. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the problem. Yeah. So 120. Yeah. I wonder actually that is a good question because I wonder what the whole logistical analysis behind like actually converting something from what is traditionally 30 frames a second to that higher frames i feel like halo has that problem because it was solely a console game something like dark souls i feel like won't be too bad because it was on pc anyways and they would have brought in that idea i feel like console was maybe an afterthought for that you're probably right it's just the elites living it up on 120 fps you know you have to you have to go play dark souls now that that's a shout out to no if you can play no. yakuza and get through that you can play dark souls i can't i can't <laughs> i i have nightmares from when i just got cursed repeatedly uh when i you know i bought like i bought the game i bought the strategy guide i got like properly properly into really, it yeah. and then i just i just couldn't do it i actually i have i have dark souls 2 and i have bloodborne on the ps4 I've never touched them, um, which is kind of strange. I bought them on like sale for like a tenner, and you know when you buy stuff on sale and you just never play it. Bloodborne the, the... is supposed to be fantastic. 
Yeah, it has a huge community online. I keep seeing like a load of like especially amongst artists. Oh my god, the stuff they make for Bloodborne is quite literally like something you would expect from like Picasso. It's like it's so good some of the stuff they do. Um Yeah, god, it's great, I... you know, Need for Speed, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I still rate Mortal Shell. Mortal Shell was a Souls like I played where hmm. the difficulty like I could handle that and I enjoyed it. Like it showed me I do enjoy Souls likes as long as I can actually beat them. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I'm too familiar with Mortal Shell. Um I I recommend it. Yeah, give it a look. Um I I do have a small nitpick problem if we want to go back to Need for Speed. Yeah, go for it. Um one thing I noticed is that if you're playing a race and you pause the game, when you unpause your controller, you're temporarily out of control of the vehicle for like two to three seconds and that can be really detrimental if you're like going around a corner or like just driving in general uh, i found that really frustrating at times and then on a couple of occasions i noticed that when i was playing after, if i had paused the game and then played again it took like 10 seconds before i could pause the game again and i wasn't able to like do anything about it it was really weird uh, i feel like that's something that was a problem back in 2010 and it's still a problem now um and i think most of me is kind of like, oh yeah, but they just released a remaster. Like it's not meant to change any of the core elements of the game. I think that's fine. And maybe since it's like 20 quid and it's also on Game Pass, I'm not too worried about it. But I feel like to justify a remaster, you should actually remaster it. Like, because it's clearly wasn't mastered then. So I don't know what you're remastering. Um, Even just a little bit of a change. Connor, you seem to have gone into the Dark Souls world itself right now. I know, I know. The sun's just <laughs> disappeared. Can't Should I go over my blinds? Yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, talk talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> oh, God. Typical Connor. Oh, there's the sun. Now too bright. Very good. It's a travesty. Uh, there's no, there's no happy medium. No, there isn't. <laughs> um, Bad lying. But yeah, what I was saying about the the pause screen. Yeah, I found that to be an annoying problem on a multiple of occasions, just because. You know, I'm, be... gl- I'm glad you found that annoying. Uh, you know, like a ten second wait, because I was annoyed at like the milliseconds, like when you press pause and you can't go down because the text is loading. Hmm. You know, sometimes I just want to restart the race. Uh, you know, let that be as fast as possible. And what's with playing the cutscene at the beginning? Because you press skip and then you have to wait for it to skip. And it's like, oh my! And and the fact that when you finish a race, I didn't know you you could retry because it makes you press continue, and then you can press X to retry. But I was just like, oh, continue, continue, continue. That, then go back into it. That again is only allowed so long as you don't rank up. If you rank up, you can't retry. You have to go out into the menu and start again. I did think that. I did think that, and then I thought, okay, I'm not gonna slate this game for not not doing a retry because I only managed to do it once. Yeah, the um, it is kind of annoying, and I do get what you mean. The menu thing was was really frustrating because there seemed to be a lot of input delay on the menus, um, like not so much in the world menu, but like on the menu when you click pause was always that delay between going up and down it always felt really frustrating especially like as you mentioned in those like brief moments where you're like really annoyed and you just want to restart um like that can really sour your experience um yeah i accidentally clicked on the photo mode once 
I don't think that was in the original game. And that, no. you know, that's appreciated, but uh, why? I mean, when you take someone out and they flip in midair and it goes in slow motion, that's when I want the photo mode, but it doesn't let you. Like it, mm. it will, it will let you um, go into photo mode just as you crash. But as soon as it says crash or bust, it plays a cutscene and stops you from going into it. It's like if anything, that's when I want to go into it. And yeah. you know, I want the I want the slow motion fast forward. I want the slow motion rewind so I can get that perfect moment. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that's actually these, these are very nitpicky things. <laughs> that's one thing I want to bring up about the like clearing someone out of it, like as a police officer, like. How are these people under arrest? They're dead. They have died. They are not alive anymore. They are no longer with yeah, us. Yeah, I, <laughs> I literally, I, I crashed into someone and they flipped and fell off a cliff and the camera panned <laughs> down into the road. <laughs> it, was, it was really funny. Like they, they just went over the barrier and then the camera just tilted I... down. And then, and then the cutscene played, you know, at the end of the race where it's just them in the car going, oh, you've beat me. And they like <laughs> yeah, teleported back up to the road. It was like... No, you, you're dead. You're way down there. My my favorite thing as well is when on some ver- like some occasions you'll have like the race cars that have like the open roof, and they'll flip over, and it's like as if they're super glued to the seats because they don't move at all in the car. Like they'll roll around or whatever. Like they've probably hit their head about ten times, and they're just sitting in the car like, oh no. I'm about to be arrested. But boy, you're about to have a concussion. Like, what are you on about? Why are you worried? Oh, they're so good, though. Like, every time... Like, it's added by the fact that it's, like, suspect arrested. It's like... It's like this is a normal day for them. Like, just cleaning people off the road. Like, oh, it's so good, though. Some of these cars... I don't know how they're withstanding the amount of damage. Like, you full nitrous into, like, the side of a car. And it's just, like, the health bar goes down from green to yellow. It's like, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> I know how car crashes work. Yeah, it's almost like, I feel, the one thing I find really annoying as well is that if you're in front of, say, a cop car or you're a cop car in front of a racer, if they're going to try and pass you out and if you hit into them with the back of your car, you do no damage to them, which is really yes, stupid. It registers them as ramming into you. I know, but it's it's just so annoying. Like it's it's like I've purposely gone out here to do it. Now that being said, I think the gadgets you get are so good. They're so much fun to use. Um, the racer ones particularly. I always feel bad whenever I use the spike strip on another racer because I'm like that could have been safer, police officer. But I just don't want you anywhere near me. Um, and I think yeah. The fact, I just love that, like, it's just so funny to think that there's this random police department that have, like, these military-grade EMPs built into their cars, like, driving after people. Like, there is some, like, like obviously it's a game. I'm not saying that this should be taken seriously, but it's just so funny, like, the fact that they're like, oh, great job, officer, you've now been promoted to such and such a class. Here is your military-grade EMP. It's like, oh my god, what's this guy going to do? Take out a city? Like, what? I think the uh, the EMP... And the helicopter, so useless. Yeah, the helicopter Personally. is such a pain because you get it last as well. And you <clears> think, <throat> oh, here it is. This is the big boy. And all it does is just throw out a spike strip. Like, I might as well just have that myself. Well, it's, it's supposed to slow them down by kind of going down and circling them. Hmm. And then it gets ahead of them and then it drops a spike strip. Um, that's not always <laughs> successful because they just drive around it. Um, the EMP is really only useful when they're just about to go into a corner or they're about to come into a roadblock hmm. and you know to get a lock on and and stick with it all the way up until one of those events like it just it 
it hasn't happened for me not yet you just need to be um, in a straight line like you can't really like on yeah, corners in, they can lock off like straight away like but if you're in a straight line like it, it doesn't even do anything to them because it doesn't kind of throw gives them. them a little push nearly yeah it's just not worth it the spike strip as you said it's like your only your only weapon when you're in front of them because you can't well the roadblocks are quite good as well the road yeah i do i do enjoy the roadblocks I do like the fact that when you go up levels as a police officer, your roadblock gets upgraded with better cars. I think that's kind yeah. of cool. And I'm tempted to see what it's like when you get to level 20. Like, do they just roll out tanks onto the street at that stage? Because I don't know how much more they can give. The um... I just I just can't, like, this game would be so amazing if it was open world like Forza. Like, imagine, yeah. like open world going around as a police guy you get you get a call and you organically drive to it or um say you you drive up and be part of a roadblock and then join the chase or anything like that would be so so awesome like i you know that's what i want i don't want the menus i want open world let me drive around the whole map and have it like organic natural events that happen yeah i think Definitely a limitation of the time for 2010 not to have that. Um, <laughs> we'll remake it. You know, talking yeah. about all these remasters, just remake it or make another one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm always like, EA won't make something unless it's like highly in demand, which is the problem. Which is kind of why I feel like they're definitely going to remake Dead Space. Um, but they're kind of the reason it died to begin with. So <laughs> I don't know if it's like... It's like when... Um, it's like when Disney had the like Clone Wars saved, and it's like, but you killed it. What do you mean Clone Wars saved? It's like, um, it's like the similar thing for Dead Space. But we're going off topic again. Sorry. I wanted to say though, the helicopter. Yet the only time it ever hit a hit someone with a spike strip was when it accident when it failed to completely miss a car and hit me with the spike strip. So the helicopter is no friend of mine. The guy who flies that can go away. Um, but like that was yeah. The helicopter is a pain. I I do. I think the the racers definitely have the better equipment. Like the jammer is really good if you're like locked on with an EMP. Like it's absolutely perfect for a race. Um, same with spike strip, EMP again. We've kind of established isn't great. What's the other thing the racers get? Do they not get spike strips as well? They do spike strips, the jammer, the EMP, and what's the fourth one? Hmm. It mustn't be something particularly useful if I don't remember. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna. I don't. I don't think I got that far as the races just because I I was enjoying being the the police so much. I was actually thinking, you know, uh, when you said that there's not the demand for EA to do it. Can you imagine if you got into that market where everyone's waiting for like an LA Noir sequel and you do an open world cop game oh, where yeah. it's like Need for Speed? I don't know. I always loved L.A. Noir when you're like driving around the um, the city and the, the little thing pops up and you respond to it and you go and you go have a shootout or whatever it is. Yeah, I think people people would love like a a game where focused on like police and forces. Although, yeah. although, I, uh, yeah. Well, I but, mean, current climate probably not. Yeah, not in America. <laughs> I'm not here. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how, like, obviously it's fine to talk about in hindsight, but I don't know how open people would be to a game that quite literally, like, shows an extreme level of police force in any capacity. Um, I don't know. I feel like Need for Speed maybe would be outside that because it is so, like, 
ridiculous. Um, yeah. And there is no, like, real element of, like, like there's certainly no political commentary in Need for Speed. Um, but it's, yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, I, I would like to see something like that. Uh, it's definitely an interesting concept that I don't think, it certainly hasn't been expanded upon since Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. I don't think I've seen many police cops and robber style chasers uh, chase games in a while well yeah. i was talking to um the guys from one hour one decision and they were saying that they did need for speed rivals and that you could play as uh cops and races um mm. in that game so you know maybe this like became a staple for the future need for speed games and the other ones just kind of lost the brand of like the the whole police thing because rivals just you know it is kind of a generic drag race um street racing title for me yeah i kind of looked at it and went yeah it's not really for me but if you can play as cops and racers and that you know i'd be up for it hmm. um i'm looking here turbo no that can't be it how can i how is it so difficult to find out what the equipments were for need for speed maybe well See, I was going to suggest maybe it was like a a turbo where it, you had like unlimited boost for a while or something. Would that make sense? Yeah. I just... Yeah, it's strange. I like can't that. say because I, I didn't get that far with the races. No, yeah. But regardless though, like they are all fun to use. Like I don't think... Like as bad as the helicopter is, like it's not awful. Um, it's certainly something you can enjoy using. Um, I don't think there is. No, it's just else. like sending a, an ungain. It's just like sending an ungainly, uh, slightly dumb T Rex after your opponent. Hmm. It's just like it doesn't follow them down the shortcuts. It's sort of, I don't know. The helicopters is like such a a fifty fifty. And let's talk about shortcuts that aren't actually shortcuts. I mean, what developer? <laughs> <laughs> what developer? decided to design those i mean oh we want to make it risk a reward so you have to know the track before you uh take on a shortcut and and see whether it's faster it's like look if i go down a shortcut it better be faster (laughs) (laughs) also that's one thing i always had like severe like headaches about was like when you'd be looking at your map getting ready for the shortcut like it almost seemed like it still surprised you as it comes up because it's like so in some cases particularly in like the nighttime missions yeah. they're so difficult to see and you're just like oh there it is and then you like do your sort of like you... break drift and then you crash it's just like oh you can't see exactly where they are and that's why i think like if you had like a strip of map just above just where the rear view is hmm. and you had it sort of i don't know it would be so much easier if like Cyberpunk had this problem where um, you had this tiny mini-map when you're driving around the city to your quests. So I don't know if they've patched it by now, but you had this tiny mini-map and you had the um, the little line uh, that you had to go for your next mission. And you're constantly missing the turning. Yeah. Just because, you know, as you're going along, the amount you can see is so small. And then by the time you look and there's a turning, you've gone past it. And then imagine your surprise as you go into a race in Cyberpunk and it actually has the checkpoints on the road. It's like, why couldn't they just put that in like the normal driving round in the game? Connor, in fairness, Cyberpunk came out in 2020. 
It's 10 years after Need for Seed Hot Pursuit. I know, and it's more half-baked than Hot Pursuit was. True. So, for all its faults, Cyberpunk uh, doesn't come out on top. It's also not just a driving game, so I suppose that also helps. <laughs> Honestly, the driving in Cyberpunk was probably the most enjoyable part of it. Hmm. But yeah. Even um, though it, it, it controlled terribly. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. We can't stay on topic anymore. We've we've become a uh, a loose podcast. Yeah. One thing I would say is, <laughs> I love the fact that every car you get is almost just like the voice is just like the C5. It's like really <laughs> weird how like they go through it. Like it's almost like like there's a guy there just like oh getting off to it. Like he's just enjoying oh, yeah, it. So it's, it's definitely it's like my first a, a informed pixel article. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh my god. What a brilliant callback that is. Yeah, it really is like your project uh, Cars 3 article. The legendary uh, sedan <laughs> or whatever. The I don't legendary know. Japanese icons. <laughs> oh, was, no, was there any legendary Japanese icons in this game? Obviously, you being the car connoisseur, Connor. I don't know. I don't know. I, um, to be honest, that's, that's one thing I didn't really like about this game is that you're constantly unlocking cars and then you go to the car selection and they're so minute in difference, but I always chose the one furthest right because I just assumed that was what I unlocked uh, most recently. Is that what you did? I just went for the one that had the fastest speed. Right. I know some See, cars I... definitely like, I know like stuff like the Camaro and all that have like really like, they're much better, I think, in Hot Pursuit for like taking out cars because I feel like your vehicle weight matters. Um, particularly against roadblocks if you hit into them because there's a chance with the Camaro and like the bigger vehicles that you won't get wrecked um, if you go if you like plow into a car in, in the middle of a roadblock but with like the smaller ones like the Porsches and all that like no it's not a chance you're getting like totaled um, but yeah no that that is a that is a good point like the, the cars always get unlocked but as you mentioned there's just so little difference between them the only thing I ever did was change the colors of all of my cars to black because I just preferred the look of it. Um, I don't know what did you just pick whichever one was first to the right and just went with it. Yeah, pretty much. Just because I don't know, there's such minute differences like between 170 to 200 miles an hour, and the multiplayer one, they were actually a little bit different from what I had in the single player. So yeah. I just picked the Lamborghini as like that looks the most intimidating. I'll pick that. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like when you're playing a game where you're constantly unlocking stuff uh, based on your level, you're just going to pick the newest thing. Yeah. And all the, car, all, the, all the other cars on the left just become redundant, at least in, in my view. It's like, yeah, I want the newest, best thing that I've got. Uh, I think in fairness, though, it's a good way of keeping someone engaged. Like, there's very little, like, like, it doesn't take a lot for you to get rewarded in that game with a new car. Like, you just need to finish mm-hmm. races even at that stage, at the beginning stages. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but if you come across a car that you really like the look of or really love the handling of, they, you should be able to upgrade it. I mean, hmm. that that's not a, a novel idea for racing games, that, you know, upgrading what you started with to be as best as what you've got now. Um, yeah, you're giving me, like, flashbacks to when I played, like, Forza Horizon 2 and I just got, like, like a, a, like a, a mini Beetle or something and, like, just upgraded it to have like a spoiler and everything and just went like crazy on the roads like it like i think it's fastest speed was like 100 kilometers like it was really slow and i was handicapping myself in every race but it was still amazing to you um yeah it is yeah to, to, 
I, I respect that it's not as silly and arcadey as, as Forza sometimes is because, you know, if I'm playing Forza, I just pick, or at least Forza Horizon, I just pick the DeLorean or the Warthog or whatever game from whatever film or game, no, whatever car from whatever film or game that I, I know and, and just drive that all the time. Yeah. Like Rocket League, it's like, don't give me any of the other vehicles, just give me the Warthog. Yeah, there's... um. Oh, was it? Yeah, there is there is an element in where you can customize like this the paint on your car. But like I never used it. The only time I used it was just for fun to see if it would actually work and I just put a red square on the back window. Um <laughs> needless to say it was like the most useless like decal. Almost like I'd painted a target on myself. But it was yeah, I imagine there's probably some really good designs out there from people who know what they're doing. Um and I think you can look at them online, I think. But there's there's no customized there's no customization on the police side, Mm-mm. which is disappointing. It makes I mean, sense, though. Well, yeah, but I mean, if um, imagine, even if you could imagine you just had a police car and he's just like, oh, I've just pimped my ride, and he's just like comes in with like this like <laughs> bright neon pink police car and like just. I'm sticks not. I'm out, not like, talking silicone. about like gold wheel rims and and like Why a not, blue Connor? Where does underlight. it end? <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. Like even if it was like something on the dashboard or, or uh, something that How much you know, are you looking subtle. at the dashboard, Connor? I did, well there should be an option to to look inside the dashboard. And if I was making the remaster, I'd I'd pick, you know, uh I'd pick what race I am, I'd pick what gender I am for for my character and I'd I'd drive around as that. Because if you go into photo mode and you look at your car, you're playing as a white police officer, you know, a white male police officer. I think so, I'm pretty sure it's the base model for everyone. I don't think well, there's actually yeah. a change. Yeah, but it's just a dude with know, glasses, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but it's just if you're remastering a game, I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, they've they've just done the base minimum, haven't they? That's well, it was, what they it do is only it is only twenty quid, I suppose. That's what they do with these remasters is they do the base minimum so that people can enjoy the game. They can make some money um, and the game can and live on with uh, with these new consoles. But I yeah, I imagine the only reason that it like m- most people are going for this remaster is one, because it looks a bit better and two, because it means that the online servers will be populated again. Um, I don't know how many players were playing the original. I would say EA have a very poor reputation for maintaining servers over a long period of time um specifically i think they have a very bad reputation for player retention in games like you just have to look at the turnover of like their sports games each year to know that um so i imagine it's probably in some cases a lot of people bought it just to almost relive their past again i i'm still a little bit dead inside from when they killed lord of the rings conquest Damn. When they shut down the servers for that game, it's just like, oh my god, almost had a heart attack. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, anything else you want to mention about Need for Speed? Uh, I don't know. There's obviously it's not like a huge narrative game or anything, and Hellblade <laughs> is like a whole different. Uh, Hellblade matter, will be a completely different story next week. It's I think if you. If you haven't played this game, it is a ton of fun. If you have played this game, I think it's exactly as you remember it. And for me, I don't think there's there would be much point in going back to it, really. I think there are... Um, I certainly had a ton more fun playing Burnout Paradise. 
Yeah. And I think that's just because I like the soundtrack better. I like the open world aspect. And um, generally, I find the gameplay a lot more fun. Um, I think it's just because Burnout, you know, you have all the, the jumps and things and it feels way more arcadey. You know, mm-hmm. there's a there's a fine line you can tread where you've got serious game mechanics where the cars feel really um real um and you know the drift is as it would be and you know you can't change the position of your vehicle when it's in the air you know that you have all those types of choices when you're making a racing game it's like how silly and fun do we want to make it how realistic do we want to make it i think um i'm probably on the side of i would probably like my game to be open world and uh probably have the potential to be a lot sillier yeah for sure i think we're in agreement on that um i think when i'm looking back on it i still enjoy hot pursuit a lot and it's still something i'll play but it is more so a game that reminds me of like very much the beginning year of when i kind of got into xbox and playing games and that obviously i played it first on the ps3 but it was one of the first games i bought when i got my 360 um so i i come back for, for those reasons as the same way in which i come back to something like I don't know Halo Three or something. Um, I think that holds up a lot better. But at the same time, like say, let's take for another example, something like Combat Evolved. Like I come back to that every now and then because it's something I enjoyed when I was younger, not because I believe it's like breaking breaking game gameplay that you know needs to be revisited every every time I turn on my Xbox. But yeah, it certainly operates that niche uh, of like games I liked when I was younger. That and say like Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga. Um. But yeah, I, I I will certainly venture to say that I think this game in 2021 takes itself a little too seriously with the the forced cinematics and and everything like that. I think I remember Need for Speed Most Wanted having a having a humor with uh, the destructible environments and you know as I said you know the donut shop the big donut could like roll onto the road and everything. I, I think I remember that mm-hmm. this game could like benefit from just taken itself a little less seriously just a bit more kind of humor and fun elements to it at least that's you know that's what i'd like to see yeah it's definitely that period of gaming where i think there was definitely an oversaturation of games at the time specifically an oversaturation of subpar super serious games that really kind of were one and done um it was very much that period of 360 ps3 uh saying that i think i think uh, Hot Pursuit is probably one of the better versions of those. Um, as you say, the super serious aspect can kind of be lost on a lot of people now. I think particularly with games, it was always this like idea that they had to start off as these fun little experiences, and then there was this element almost in like two thousand and like begin release of like the three sixty uh, PS three onwards up until the one that was like even a bit into the one era. Like this very much games need to be this super serious like they need to be an artistic statement they need to be more than just a game that like anyone like so that like adults can enjoy them and while i appreciate that i think now the industry very much has a good grasp on the balance of that so having like your goofy little uh games that can have you know some fun mechanics that everyone can enjoy but mainly are catered towards children and then you've got your games like the last of us like hellblade as we were going to be talking about next week that are these serious games with probably greater themes that can be explored in an artistic way so yeah 
I mean, Need for Speed holds up as a good game. I think it's definitely worth trying on Game Pass. Anyways, I'd say it's worth the download. Uh, even if you're even if you're not really into racers, I think it's a very good base level to start into if you just want to get a look at it and you're maybe a bit daunted by the size of the Forza download. Um, so yeah, I I'd I'd say give it a download uh, and give it a play. I'd imagine you're the same, Connor. Yeah, I'd say if if it's completely new to you, give it a go. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So. I suppose we'll leave it there. Next week, we'll be looking at Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Uh, it's a game I'm really looking forward to looking at. It's quite, it, by all accounts and what people have told me, it's actually quite a short campaign as well. Um, So that should be something we should have fully completed by then. I say that and I'll probably be here next week and <laughs> it won't be done. But um, no, yeah, I look forward to talking about that. And then I'm not sure what we have planned after that. I think, God, my head is... It might be ODST. Oh, it is, yes. Halo 3 ODST, another short game. Um, So brilliant. Um, With that being said, we have Discord link in the description. You want to come over and chat to us about games, everything Game Pass related and otherwise. Um, all our social links are below. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can catch us all there. Give us a like, a retweet or a follow. Um, I suppose with that being said, I'll stop selling my soul to the devil and I will see you all next week. Bye. <laughs>